0: prospective perspective dinosaurs attack a group of military men who find themselves on an island filled with scantily clad women. We watched the 1994 movie Dinosaur Island on Bottom of the Barrel. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Bottom of the Barrel. I am your host, as always, Jeff Bell, and today's movie, wow, this one... This one was interesting. We strictly added this film to our Netflix queue because of the cover. The cover, like a lot of terrible, terrible movies, is actually pretty decent. And actually, the cover to this one makes the movie look like it's from the 70s. Because it's a it's a hand-drawn drawing of a of a woman, like a tribeswoman in front of, I, I think, like a dinosaur. It wasn't until I looked at the year that I realized the movie was from 1994 which completely changed my idea of what this movie was going to be. Actually, it made me want to watch it even more. Um, Basically, I just said, we need to just start watching this film, and I didn't even bother reading the complete synopsis. Besides the fact that it was from 1994, I just, I, I wanted to watch it. So anyways, let's get on with the review. The opening sequence alone makes the movie heavily Uncle Jeff approved, Because there are women dancing topless in the absolute worst King Kong ripoff I have ever seen. And then all of a sudden, the sacrificed woman is eaten by a giant rubber hand puppet of a dinosaur. I'm not even kidding. First five minutes, and the movie was already awesome. After the opening sequence, we are treated to a voiceover narration from a military man who likes to ramble on about all the other men he's in the plane with when suddenly the plane goes into a nosedive that doesn't apparently affect anybody who's inside of it and crashes into the ocean, causing the screen to turn fuchsia, and then followed by the rest of the opening credits that resembles something made by a high school AV club member. Once the credits have finished, and boy are you glad that they have, we find that the handful of military men have somehow managed to survive on a raft and land on an uncharted island that is in absolutely no way Hawaii. They find that all of their supplies have magically washed to the shore, and oh, don't even bother questioning it, and start making their way inland. After walking for two minutes, in what is absolutely no way Arizona, they come across the cliche natural spring filled with scantily clad women frolicking. Which is a good time to mention that I believe every woman in this movie was told they would earn an extra $5 every time they bounced up and down. Seriously, watch for it. Hearing gunfire, the men rush back to the beach just in time to see a giant hand-puppet green-screened T-Rex attacking the remaining men on the beach. After the T-Rex attacks one of the injured men and turns him into a G.I. Joe action figure, the women clan arrive and scare the dinosaur off, only to take the men back to their tribe. Once there, the tribe head sends them off to death, only to find that one of them bears the mark of their supposed prophesied god, who, of course, they are then treated nicely, but only after two of the military men make a break for the beach to try to call for help. The remaining three men are taken care of by three clan women who... Um, well, well, well honestly, I kind of spaced out a little bit here because there was quite a long, topless scene of the girls just frolicking in water. It honestly felt more like someone's spring break video than a movie. Not that there's anything wrong with that, you know, it, it, it just seemed like they built that... Around the rest of the movie. Anyways, the three men head out to the jungle and find the two who escaped earlier, only to be confronted by the ferocious and man killing Triceratops. You know, the herbivore? They kill the dinosaur after emptying a single clip of 400 bullets. The tribe women are led to believe that the men have killed the Great One, and then the men find one of their friends have died in the battle. While burying him, one of the men is taken away by a woman clan member to have his wound healed, only for it. To become a Cinemax late-night softcore film? Okay, let me just say, I was not aware of this when the movie started. It kind of came up out of nowhere. <clears throat> So after that scene, we're back to find that the military men had not killed the Great One, as they had thought, and are ordered to be killed by the head of the tribe. One of the clan women stand up for the men and offer to fight the leader to the death to keep them alive. They do, and lo and behold, their tops get askewed at one point and the opposer wins. Now that the men are free, the scientists of the men, I guess there's a scientist now, find that the water on the island is mixing with the volcanic ash and ultimately causing the inhabitants to slow in their aging. Ew, that means they showed us thousand year old boobs. <laughs> After the smartass of the group goes on a date with the blonde woman, lady, grandma thing, they're suddenly attacked by the force perspective T Rex who chases them into a cave where they're attacked by the alien queen from Aliens dressed in drag. It's the only way I could describe it. They of course managed to escape and, hey, guess what, it's been 10 minutes, now it's time for another sex scene! Meanwhile, the head of the tribe, who is apparently not dead, like I thought she was, meets with the sergeant of the men and tells him that a plane crashed a long time ago and had left guns and bullets behind. She gives him a map and he makes his way to the hardly buried loot, only to recover the weaponry. While he's gone, the tribe leader tells the remaining men that they must bring her the head of the T-Rex, or else face death, which is more of an empty threat by this point in the film. The sergeant shows up with more ammo and weapons than a single human could possibly carry, and passes them to the men before they head out to find the Great One. They manage to find themselves the force perspective egg of the force perspective T-Rex, and decide to hide in what is in absolutely no way the cave from the original Batman TV show. The fat one and the last of the three women wander off to the woods alone, and actually, you don't see this one, which is probably a good thing. I'm pretty sure the director realized that no one wanted to see a fat guy in a fake sex scene. Which at this point, let me say that there's more cartoon sound effects used in this movie than the Flintstones cartoon or its corresponding movie. The next morning, they trick the T-Rex into showing up by pretending to sacrifice one of the women. After a few shots, the fat one throws a grenade into the man in a suit T-Rex and blows up its head. Huh. suppose that kind of negates the leader's request for them to bring back the head of the Great One, huh. And the smart one marries his woman, everyone laughs, and it ends. There you go. And that's the end of Dinosaur Island. It's just crazy. I do want to say, the movie was released a year after Jurassic Park, so this was right during the craze of the whole dinosaur prehistoric popular fad that a lot of movies were doing, basically because of the success of Jurassic Park. Uh, The Flintstones movie was actually made a few years after Jurassic Park, uh, just kind of cashing in kind of on the tail end, (laughs) tail, totally did not mean to do that, Uh, the tail end of the dinosaur craze. This movie was right smack dab in the middle of it and was definitely a cheap, cheap, cheap movie. And while I joke about the fact that the movie uh, resembles that of a you know late night Cinemax softcore porn film, um, I'm actually not that far off. Looking up the two directors, because yes, this movie required two directors in order for it to be made. The movies that these guys have done are definitely those types of films. In the 80s, a lot of them were the cheesy, uh, like very low budget uh, 80s like slasher film horror movies. But then as the time has gone by into the 90s and then into the 2000s, these guys basically just Turned over to doing softcore films uh, again. Had no idea about that when we started this movie whatsoever. But yeah, it it, it that's what they do. These guys are known for. Well, I'm not even going to go into that list because <laughs> because yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, however, the film itself is very enjoyable. There is two uh, softcore scenes in the film. You don't really see anything. It's just a lot of toplessness and. Uh, Uh, what is that, simulated sex, but because the scenes are only about two minutes, or not two minutes, there's only about two of them, you kind of forget that the movie is that way, because the acting in it is so cheesy. It's really hard to tell if they attempted to make a serious film, and halfway through production, they just decided, you know what, this movie could just be funny instead, because the cartoon sound effects suddenly pop up, like, halfway through the movie. They're not there the entire time, they're just there usually when it's the fat guy for some reason the fat guy in this film warrants the cartoon sound effects and i don't know why but i guess i I don't know i guess they were trying to make it funny (laughs) um they did film a major scene at the vasquez rocks and uh that's most known for its scenes in a, a ton of movies and TV shows like Star Trek Uh, and then there's actually I think it was in the Star Trek movies too. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey was filmed there Uh, and actually the Flintstones movie had filmed their uh, neighborhood street with the Vasquez Rocks in the background and that was about a year after they filmed this movie there which is kind of blew my mind the fact that this terribly low budget film was filming there and probably a month or two after they wrapped and they left they came in and completely changed it to this giant big budget universal studios movie for the Flintstones it's just it's really 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 weird um I do want to say one more thing I don't know what they were thinking about when it came to the 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 Creature, I guess it is that's inside the cave. Uh, seen the scene, that the creature that I uh, referenced as being the alien queen from Aliens, dressed in drag. I am dead serious. That is the absolute best description that I could give for what it is. It's it's obviously a man in a suit for a different creature, and then they just put like boas on him and sparkly clothing, and that was supposed to be the scary creature. I guess <laughs> it was pretty bad. I, it's really hard to describe it. You you have to watch it in order to see it. So, so if you can handle the two very very soft soft core uh, sex scenes in the film, um, you will actually enjoy this movie. It's pretty bad. It's pretty terrible. The special effects in this movie are just horrendous because they switch between being a hand puppet that has been green screened on the scene to a guy in a suit that has been green screened or forced perspective onto the scene um, to a actual full size animatronic. And I use the word animatronic very lightly because if you saw Jurassic Park, you could actually believe that that T-Rex was there. This one looks more like it believes uh, it belongs at an amusement park, like a very cheap amusement park because it kind of just stands there and it kind of just shakes <laughs> it's not really scary and apparently the dinosaur itself was actually used for some other film that was filmed like right around the same time that they made Dinosaur Island. Uh, if you actually go to the IMDb page currently uh, the poster for the film is not actually a poster it is showing a still fo- uh, still photo from the set of the film with the three main clan uh, women and the giant animatronic dinosaur that shakes it's yeah so if you see that you'll get a little bit of an understanding as to how awesome this film is and currently uh imdb actually is giving it a 2.6 out of 10 from 650 users i think that number is a little too low personally because i still definitely enjoyed this movie it's an action comedy fantasy i i guess i don't know <laughs> uh I don't know what else to say. But for that, that is all I have to say for Dinosaur Island. It is on Netflix currently. Definitely add it to your queue and watch it today. It's a just a fun 85-minute short, short film that you will definitely enjoy. Uh, like as I said before, it is not kid-appropriate, so do not watch it with the little ones uh, just because... It, yeah, it's It's considered to raunchy according to Netflix So, uh, but other than that, that is all for this week I thank you guys for listening and I will be back uh, next week hopefully with another one of these films I'm, I'm trying to decide which ones to do next it's kind of hard when you have so many terribly good films it's kind of hard to narrow that down a little bit, but uh, we do still have some more ideas, some more films coming up here so keep listening to it for next week for another amazing, amazing episode of Bottom of the Barrel I'll see you guys then. Goodbye. I have nothing funny to say this time. It's kind of depressing. I'm sorry. Hope you just didn't get bummed out. Maybe next time. For more information about this and other programming, visit our official website at www.gostat.net.